0: and we are back what is going on ladies and gentlemen i'm glad to be back i'm glad to be back with beaver dash we got beaver football coming up in a few days you already know i whipped out the beaver helmet whipped out the beaver helmet brought it out of the old storage closet it would fit a little better if i didn't have any hair fortunately i'll still have just as much hair by the end of this weekend how you doing guys how you doing
1: Half, I am doing great. It's great to see you. I think the helmet's a great look. You're looking, you're looking nice in it. And yeah, I think uh, your hair is in no worries to be cut this week. And that's because I think this week, Oregon State is going to take it to Washington State, and I'm growing more and more confident as the day goes by. How are you feeling on that regard?
0: Oh, every hour of every day, every second of every day, there's no, there's no worry, no, no doubt or anything in my mind. OSU is coming out and getting the dub this weekend. That's what I'm
1: talking about. With that being said, I say, why don't we go right into our first topic? And that is, what are the Beavers' three keys to winning? Both of us, I believe, came with our own list of what the keys to winning for Oregon State would be. Pat, I'll start with you. What are your three keys for the Beavers to win this football?
0: For me, the top three things that the Beavers need to do this week. They need to show up. On defense and that's the number one. if I were to rank them one, two, three, my first key thing that the beavers need to do this week is to come out on defense. Number two, the run and the pass game have to be in sync. The only way that that pass game is going to have any indication or implications on this game is if the run game is there and and working side by side. You're not going to be able to throw the ball if you can't throw in the run there once in a while and bait the defense in that in, in the more passing. The third thing is we need a big game from Jebbia, Jefferson, Hamilcar, and and Harrison. Uh, And then, you know, one of those guys is a transfer coming into a new system, but we also have guys like Jefferson, like Jebbia, like Hamilcar, who have been in the system for a long time. So I'm expecting them to show up against the WSU team who is just now starting to put it together.
1: Yeah. I'm right there with you. I fully – Believe I think those are all great keys the ones I have where I agree with you is I had specifically I think Jamar Jefferson has to have a big game this week I think that to me that is going to be the key to whether or not our offense does well I'm not going to put a huge burden on Jibia and basically his first career start This I think this is his first career start one of his basically one of the first times he's ever gonna be playing you know I'm not gonna say this game's on him to come out and show us why he was first-team all-conference as a freshman, right? Or first team, second-team all-conference as a freshman, excuse me. But this guy last year against Washington State, he ran for 21 attempts, 132 yards, and two touchdowns. His freshman year against Washington State, 25 attempts, 172 yards, with four touchdowns. I think if we want to win this game, he's going to have to come out, rush for at least 150, and I want to see probably two touchdowns out of him because the offense is going to go through him. I I don't want – it to be a thing where we can't get the run going, so we have to turn to the pass early on downs. You know, I want Jefferson to establish himself early, and I think that's going to be one of the biggest keys to whether or not we're going to win this game. So I'm right there with you in that regard. What exactly do you want to see out of Jefferson specifically that um, you think would help us win this game from him?
0: Well, the biggest thing that – anybody would want to see out of jefferson is like you said just getting the run game going this isn't a game where we can put all the load on Jebia and our receivers it's just not possible for them to carry this game coming out in and we've said it every week a shortened season not a lot of time to prepare you know it, it's about building chemistry and like i said getting the run game and the pass game in sync is going to help this team so 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 much because if they can if Jefferson can run all over that Washington state defense, you know, they have to focus on stopping that. And then that takes some of the pressure off of not only Jebbia, but also our wide receivers, because they don't have to worry about having to carry that load the whole game. And that also goes back to my number one point being defense is that if the offense, especially the run and pass game, working in sync, if that happens, the defense has a lot of pressure coming off of them because they're not going to be on the field as often. And And as we talked in past weeks, The defense being on the field, the majority of the game is not going to win games. And I think that's the main thing that needs to be focused on this week is that the defense isn't on the field from the majority of the game. Because, I mean, you're not going to score points with your defense on the field the majority of the game.
1: Well, last week you brought up a really good point, which was one of the keys to the season. But I think it really applies to this game specifically is you said we don't put together complete football games, basically, right? (laughs) You are saying there's many times we'll play great on defense and offense for two quarters, and then we'll have – the next half we'll be awful on both. Or we'll play three quarters of offense, three quarters of defense, or somewhere along the lines. You get what I'm saying. I think what you're saying is you want to see a complete game out of the offense and the defense. They need – we're a team, obviously. They need to feed off of one one another, right? With that being said, one key that I um, looked at um, as it opposes to the defense – is I really want to see, in particular, in particular, our pass defense step up. Washington State, they have a returning running back. They have two linemen who are supposed to be NFL draft picks who are particularly above-average run blockers. So I kind of think, in a sense, there's a good chance Washington State is going to be able to run the ball on us. We don't have the best front seven in terms of rushing defense, and they have a very good line, so they're going to get the push. But what I want to see, really, is our pass defense excel, and I want to, when we know they're going to pass, when we have to lock them down they have a new head coach this year they have a new quarterback and their three top pass catching players from last year are all graduated they're coming with basically an entirely new um air raid attack they don't have the michael Leach system anymore it's a new program and i really would like to see the offense um i'd really like to see our defense attack that offense. Mm-hmm. that being said i'm seeing the chat right now we got our friend court johnson in here he's saying how will jamar's experience help the possible nerves of jibia in the backfield you want to address that or you want me to start there
0: yeah well i mean for coming from somebody who's been in this offense for a few years now he's bound to be a leader on this offense when you have a guy that even though jibia has been here for two years now it's not like he's been in that you know that that leadership role whereas jefferson has been in those big games and had big numbers in those big games so yeah, I, I think that the, the pressure that he's going to take off of Jebbia is going to calm Jebbia's nerves and allow him to actually step back in the pocket and fire that thing in there. Because if the defense is worried about you know us running all over them, which if that that's what we do, if, the, if we get that going, that's going to take so much pressure off of all the offense, but especially Jebbia. It's going to help him relax, calm down, drop back, make the right decisions.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think you really hit the uh, nail on the head, but – I think that's entirely the case. I, that's why I'm saying we need a big game out of Jefferson, not only because I don't want to put that pressure on Jibia for his first game to have to these great numbers, but also he probably will play better if in that first half, first quarter we get a couple drives and we're running the ball effectively. Then we can get him some uh, throws out of play action or whatever that are, opens up the field for him, right? Um, moving on, the last real key that I think we need to win this game is the turnover battle. And I know you can say this just about any game, but the thing is, you look at both these teams, Washington State and Oregon State, both teams lost some significant players from last year. As you know, we lost Hodgins, we lost Luton, we lost three offensive linemen starters, they lost their QB, they lost um, their three best wide receivers, they lost their head coach, right? Both these teams are going to be inexperienced. And typically, I feel like in an inexperienced game, when you have two teams that aren't out there, there's going to be turnovers, there's going to be a lot of dumb mistakes. And so, with that being said, I would really want to see us win that turnover battle because I think turnovers are probably going to be coming a lot from both sides. I think that could end up being the difference.
0: Yeah, and it's definitely going to be a sloppy game. It's going to be a week one game. And once again, like a broken record, it's just it, they didn't – no team has had enough time to prepare. I don't care if you were the best team in the Pac-12 or you were the worst team in the Pac-12. You all struggled trying to put together things – to come into the season prepared and especially with a team like wsu who like you said has a new coach coming in with probably and most likely a new system mm-hmm. it's not going to work to perfection and, and even if the washington state people want to say that they could come out and run it to perfection there, there's just not a possibility to come out and run an offense that you've only been working on for how long now to come out and play it to perfection there's going to be turnovers and it's the same thing with the beavers i mean there's so many new players on this offense that the offensive turnovers are just you know it's it's bound to happen and like you said it's about whether or not we can win the turnover but i hate to say that but there's going to be turnovers there's no avoiding that so lessening the amount of turnovers that this team has at osu compared to Washington state is what's going to be a huge key to winning this game. Because if our defense can capitalize on those turnovers and our offense can capitalize on those turnovers, that the defense provides, I mean, that that's just the simplest way to win. I mean, if we're, if we're going to take the ball away from them, you have to do something with it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree with that hundred percent. I'm going to go out and say, if we have one or zero turnovers, one or less turnovers, I would be shocked if we don't win this game. I think that is really a, going to be a huge key court again in the um comments in the chat please anyone i love everyone speaking up this is the best part of the show is engaging with all of you guys court has a good point here and i think we're going to touch on this a little bit at the end at least i was planning on doing so but as you know jake lewin is starting over minshu this week and on sunday lewin is a osu alum minshu wsu alum is it possible maybe that this is a little bit of foreshadowing that the beavers are gonna kind of overtake wsu i'm not sure but I think uh, it's a potential foreshadow. I'm right there with you, Court.
0: I mean, if you look at it, not to poke a jab at WSU, but it seems like everywhere without Mike Leach isn't doing too good. So I'd love to see what WSD, WSU does this weekend.
1: Yep. I'm right there with you. Speaking of WSU, let's play a little bit of devil's advocate here, half, and let's move on to the opposite side of this argument. What are some of the keys to winning for the Cougars? If, you the Cougars, how are you game planning to beat the Beavers? You can either start or I can attack at
0: Well, the number one thing that I have for WSU to come out and even have a chance at competing in this game is getting their new system and their new offense and their new coaching staff to work in sync. It's not going to work if you have inexperienced people coming in and running around like a chicken with their head cut off. You know, and and that's what – as a beaver fan i'm hoping for and expecting out of wsu but like you said if we're looking at it from the cougar sp- cougar, sp- cougar perspective we look at it as if you know they have to come out and execute and like like i just said in the last topic it's not going to be perfect but if they can come out and execute i think they have a very strong chance of putting up a fight against the Beefs this weekend.
1: yeah I, nice. I agree with you um let me just address that one real quick before we go on to the next one but the new system that Heps alluded to, that for you guys who don't know in the chat, essentially WSU lost their head coach, Mike Leach, left this um, past off-season, And that was a complete air raid attack. And now, which I didn't even realize till honestly, earlier this week, their new head coach is Hawaii's coach from last year. So if you think about it, this is really a revenge game in two ways for the Beavers. We lost by three to Hawaii last year to the head coach, and we lost to Washington State last year. So we can kind of avenge both those losses with a win this week. Their new system is going to be doing, opposed to an um, air raid offense, it's what they call a run and shoot, which is a lot of zone runs out of the pistol. And so it'll be interesting. It's, that's obviously an entirely different thing. Mike Leach era, it was all basically shotgun, air the ball out, and this is going to be more reliant on the running game. I'm, I'm right there with you. I think one of the keys for that, with that being said, since Hawaii ran the ball so well using this system against the State last year with the same head, head coach, I think one of our keys is limiting their rushing attack. But for or on the flip side, WSU, they're probably looking at this and saying, if we can run for 200 yards, we're going to win this game. If they can establish that with their two NFL caliber offensive linemen and their returning running back they have coming back, if they run for 200 yards, they probably have a pretty good shot at winning this game. they got to feel confident in themselves if they can do that.
0: Oh, yeah. My, uh, my second point for WSU winning this week is – Taking Hamilcar out of the game, especially on the defensive end. Everybody knows that at OSU, Hamilcar is going to be the key asset to this OSU defense if they can keep him out of the game and make him essentially a ghost this game, which we've seen him do before. We've seen him not show up to some of these big games. Not saying that WSU is a huge game for OSU, but week one in this season where every game is going to matter, every win is going to count if they can take him out of this game i can see our defense really really struggling because i mean that's the leader of the defense if you take the leader out of the defense it's like mm-hmm. taking the general out of the army you don't know what's going to happen so yeah i think that if they can, if they can keep him from making the, you know those monster defensive plays that he can and taking him out of the equation they have a good chance of picking this defense apart
1: yeah i'm right there with you and that was it wasn't one of my three keys but i definitely uh considered that it kind of goes back to the same thing. This is, we, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but both teams, stolen experience, both teams running somewhat of a new system. Obviously, WSU, a little bit more extreme than Oregon State. But with that being said, in these games, when you're going to have a lot of people getting their first playing experience, you're going to be having a lot of variables running around, you need your big-time players to step up. That's why we need our guys who are already in the system and, or have been in the system and have established themselves as forces and can prove and they can play at this level. We need guys on offense like Jefferson to step up, and we need guys on defense like Hamilcar to step up. Because if if those two can't do it in this game, that's not going to bode well by putting confidence into some of the other guys who haven't ever really done it yet, you know? Yeah. Um, That being said, I do think the next key I had was the Cougars. I don't have a lot of faith in them being able to beat us in a low-scoring game. What I mean by that is I think if the Cougars are going to win, they're going to have to basically – beat us by outscoring us so that sounds stupid to say but they need to <laughs> they need to basically beat us in a shootout I think if they're gonna win I don't think if this is gonna be one of those games where it's um grind the ball out hard-nosed football and both teams are scoring under 30 points I think the B- they're gonna pull that one out if this game gets above 35 points I think that means that Washington State was able to run their system um Pretty good, you know, maybe not perfect, but if I think Washington State Washington State scores above 35 points. I think they have a pretty good shot at beating us because I'm not too confident that in week one, we're going to put up 35 points with our new quarterback.
0: Yeah, we got a we got another one in the chat from the Don Tommy himself. Uh, last year, we had a lead against both Hawaii and WSU and choked at the end. What is it going to take to hang on to these leads going into this platoon season? That's a good question, Tommy. Um. And we've touched on this in weeks past, but we can touch on this again. Uh, it, it's it's all about mental toughness, and like we've, like me and Gus have spoken on before, it's about a complete game, and that's another thing, a key thing to this season. Not only the season, but this game is going to be playing a complete game. What's it going to take to hang on to those leads? you know you just got to hunker down and play football Uh, at the end of the day that's what you have to do you have to you know you've put in all this time and all this effort and all this training if you go down you know you can't and and we've seen that happen in years past osu goes down two touchdowns half the fans leave oh here we go again like the team gets down on themselves that can't happen That can't happen. And especially this year with no fans being allowed in the stadium, I think that that's one of the key things is no fans because once you see fans leaving, I mean, as a football team, how do you feel?
1: Yeah, I think to address that, I'll give – I'm right there with you. I think that is the mental toughness. That is obviously what needs to happen. But sometimes when people say, like, oh, you need to do this intangible thing, it kind of – like, I don't know, to give two tangible things that I think we need to do to maintain these leads was, number one – we gotta not turn the ball over. Last year against Washington State, we turned the ball over like three or four times. That's the whole reason they're able to get back into that game. So no turnovers. And secondly, we need a rushing, we need a pass rushing attack. So I'm saying, to maintain these leads, we need Hamilcar to be present in big time moments because he's gonna be our he's gonna be our rush, right? If they're driving down the field, that is the best time to get to the quarterback because. They have more runners, more receivers running routes. That's the best time to get sacked. That's where most sacks happen within the last two minutes of each half, right? So we need him to step up when it gets to crunch time. And also, if we have the lead, we cannot turn the ball over. I think those are the two most important things to maintain the leads and not choke them like we did. We blew like four or five leads last year in the fourth quarter. So I'd say ball control and having a pass rushing attack late in games.
0: Yeah. Uh, going back to the topic of what, what are the keys for the Cougars to win this game, my third thing that I had was stopping the OSU run game. And, I mean, we touched on that already here with you saying that, you know, Jefferson has to have a big game for the Beavers to win, and that's, that's, that's another key. If you flip that vice versa for the, for the Cougars, stopping Jefferson from having that big game is going to put a tremendous amount of pressure on and our and our receivers and our other skill players that if we can't run the ball – everybody knows we're going to pass Mm -hmm. and everybody knows where the ball is going to go. So, I mean, if they can stop the run game, that's what, that's, that's what would worry me the most about this game is if they stop the run game after that, it's kind of a one trick pony. They know we're going to throw the ball. If they're going to shut down the run game every time we're going to throw the ball every time. And I just don't know if Jebbia has the confidence or our wide receivers have the confidence coming in, especially in the case of Harrison, who hasn't even played at OSU yet does he have, you know, that confidence and that fortitude to come out and actually handle pressure like that? Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that the Beavers have that in week one. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I have that same exact thing for my third key. It was hold Oregon state under 180 rushing yards. Last year, Washington state was the worst rush defense in the pac 12. And it's kind of about 185.5 rushing yards per game, which is pretty insane. Obviously I'm thinking that's going to be a huge thing. The key on key in on this season. And that, they obviously want to start that week one. That's probably going to be one of their biggest goals, knowing especially that our offense is so centered around the run game, and especially given the fact that Jamar Jefferson has had two huge games against them in the past, right? So they're going to be queuing in on queuing in on that. And if they can hold us below 180 rushing yards, I think that gives them a great chance to win. Because if we don't run for – I think we got to run for 200 or so to win this game. And if we – Run for 180 or less. That probably means our passing attack's not gonna be able to get going. Cause like you said, it will turn into a one-dimensional offense. We don't want that. So just to um, re-establish what I was saying, I think the most important things for the Cougars, if they're gonna win this game, they rush for over 200, they score 35 points or more, and they hold us below 180 rushing yards.
0: No, yeah, I like that. Um, my fourth point. Ooh. This is a little jab at all the WSU people. I I love taking jabs at these WSU guys, especially over at Cougar Dash. The fourth key key for the Cougars to win this year is that, you know, you go to bed the night before, you kiss your Minshew poster, you say 10 Hail Marys, and you pray to God you don't lose to OSU. Because starting out 0-1 to a team that you think is so easily to beat, good luck. Yes, luck, Because it's definitely not going to be.
1: Yeah, I like that. I think this game – is a lot less winnable for Washington State than they think it is, and we'll get into that. But let's get into our last topic, and that is what do you think is going to happen? We talked about the three keys for each team. Let's be honest, I can see the Beavers losing this game. I don't think it will happen. I can see Washington State losing this game, and I think it's going to happen. But what what are your predictions for this game?
0: I don't see it being a shootout like it was last year and years before. Like you said, Mike Leach isn't there. It's not an air raid offense anymore. So I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing a shootout in the future. I, I'm seeing a pretty, I don't want to say boring, but you know, people love long bombs. People love long rushing touchdowns. People love sacks, interceptions, blah, blah, blah. I think it's going to be a really calculated game. I think that both teams and like, even though there's going to be a lot of turnovers because it's, it's new players, new systems, new coaches, I still think it's going to be a very calculated game in the sense that I think the teams are Hef's hair is looking unshavable at the moment. Yeah, you're right about that one, Court. There's no chance his hair is getting shaved. But I think it's going to be a very calculated game from both teams. Um, both coaches are coming in and they're going to try to run their offenses and their defenses to perfection. I don't see a very high scoring game whatsoever. My final score for this game is going to be 24-14 OSU.
1: Gotcha. Okay. My second, uh, or my prediction for this game is I'm saying Beavers 28, 24, slightly higher scoring than what you have, but I think it's going to be in that same realm. I have questions for you and it looks like you're saying yes. So why do you think the Beavers can win this game by more than one score?
0: <sighs> See, that's tough. I-, I just don't believe that um, WSU is going to come out and put it all together. I really don't even though the, and now that you mentioned um, the new head coach at WSU is the coach of Hawaii. He knows how to play against OSU, mm-hmm. but like we've mentioned, we have new people coming in. He doesn't really know how to game plan for these new people. It, mm-hmm. And it, it also kind of like relays back to something we've talked in weeks previous. You know, if, if Jonathan Smith can go outside of his comfort zone you know in and, and not stay in his comfort zone like he does and just allowing the quarterback to stand in the pocket and just throw it and you know blah, blah, blah. if he can come out of his comfort zone and throw that now Hawaii WSU head coach former Hawaii head coach off his game i think i think OSU has every possibility to even score more points than i predicted but i'm keeping it a little bit minimal just to you know reduce the damage but i think that if if the team can step out of their comfort zone that's going to be the key to winning this game running the offense per not perfectly but running it calculated yeah. but also stepping out of the comfort zone and allowing the players to just go out and play
1: yeah i i'm right there with you i think those are great takes court in the chat again three two beavers that's a bold take uh, <laughs> i mean that's a if that happens court if that happens we'll make you the new host for beaver dash then we'll get, we'll actually just let you have it so i'm sorry sam but or i the CEO of Dash Sports. If it's a <laughs> final score of 3-2, you need to do it, but it's on record now. Anyway, um, I'm right there with you, and I think one of the things that for this game, even though I have my reservations about Jibia, you know this whole time I've been been the one saying, oh, let's start Nolan, right? And I have my reservations about him, but I honestly think is going to come out here, and I think he's going to have a great game. And the reason I truly believe this is because I think we're going to be able to establish that running game. I have so much faith in Jamar Jefferson this year having – a phenomenal game i think he's going to get the offense going and that's going to take so much pressure off jibia that he's going to be able to throw the ball i'm saying jibia throws for over 225 and it's going to be because jefferson rushes the ball for over 150 i think those two are really going to feed off each other it's going to be jefferson early and then i think jibia is going to step up late and if i had to predict how the game flow is going to go tommy in the chat says 35 30 beavers i'd love to hear an explanation if you uh Because that's higher scoring than both of us have it. So, Tommy, if you want to say in the chat why you think it's going to be a bit more high scoring, love to hear it. But, have how many um, touchdowns are you expecting from Jefferson this week?
0: I mean, I would hope for two, two to three. Three would be incredible, but I'm hoping for two, one I can live with because even just one – put it this way, I expect one rushing touchdown – After that rushing touchdown, I'm expecting at least one receiving touchdown from Jefferson. If he can put up a touchdown, not only rushing but in receiving, that's going to put so much pressure on that WSU defense because, I mean, you got got a guy that's so versatile that he can extend it out and catch touchdown passes or any kind of pass and also run it right down your throat, what are you going to do as a defense? So, I mean, I would expect one rushing touchdown, but I would hope for two touchdowns overall.
1: I mean, that's what we talked about a couple weeks ago was – Jefferson had, I think it was like 11 receptions last year or something. Something incredibly low, considering how great of an athlete he is and how productive he is as a pass catcher out of the backfield. But he had 11 of those catches, and it was really like four games he had catches because he had three games with three catches in them and then like one with two catches in it. And that's something I'd love to see. And I think, honestly, with Jibia, considering this is his first game, that'll be part of him leaning on Jefferson to kind of carry the offense early. He's probably going to get involved in some swing screens, some slip screens. I think I'm expecting – If we could play fantasy, I would say put Jefferson in there. He's an RB2 this week. It'll be uh, a Yes, Tom McGrathia. Got to let Jefferson cook. With said, what is the best possible score you could see the Beavers winning this by? Could you see this being a 49-14? Give me a best case and a worst case score.
0: Ooh, that's good. (laughs) Honestly, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Tommy. I like I said, I don't think this is gonna be a shootout. I don't think it's gonna be a very high scoring game. If it's gonna get high, I think that as high as it gets is about thirty-five to thirty. I agree with Tommy there. Worst case scenario is OSU comes out and completely just blows it, and I can see it being like thirty-five to ten, maybe. And th- that comes down to we've seen OSU come out. And just choke in the first half and then try to play the comeback game the whole game, or they come out all guns, all cylinders, fuck all cylinders flying, firing, yeah. and um and then they just choke it in the second half. So I mean it kind of just depends on which way it goes.
1: Yeah. I'm right there with you, half, and we've seen this Beavers team play. We're both seniors at this point. We have seen the worst. We have literally seen I hey, pains me thinking about our sophomore year. That was literally the worst or, our, yeah, our sophomore year or freshman year, one of those years, when we went 111, we were literally the worst team out of any Power 5 conference. So it's hard to get optimistic and look at this team, but, you know, what? I'm saying we are on uphill trajectory. We're going like this. Jonathan Smith is taking us up there. We're going bowling this year. I can guarantee it. And I think it's going to start with this week. And you guys have been saying, especially our Dash Sports colleagues, have been saying that we throw out, extreme takes but i can tell you right now if the beavers win this one against washington state my takes are going to be through the roof i'm gonna be acting like we just beat alabama in alabama because i am going don't let the beavers win saturday because if the beavers win saturday beaverdash might be intolerable for the next week
0: no i agree i'll be in the i'll be in the slack chat all day typing away on my little mechanical keyboard but um all right. I guess that brings us to the end of the show this week. Thank you everybody for coming out and watching. We appreciated everybody in the chat. Thank you, Court. Thank you, Tommy, for coming out and showing some support and giving us some content here. Uh, so we have columns published exclusively with our partner, Sports Pack 12, and you can find them on SportsPack12.com or at SportsPack12 on Twitter. Um uh, Dashboards TV has plenty more shows for you from us and our fellow Dashboards live streamers. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, or Instagram at TV, or check out our own website at Dashboards.tv. Once again, I'm Morgan Heffelfinger.